This episode of All My Friends Are In Bar Bands is brought to you once again by Blood, Sweat and Beers. Guys, seriously, this is going down. We are so close. It's happening this Saturday. Are you ready? Have you got your ticket? You don't. Well, good for you. There are still a few left. Not heaps, but there's still a few. And one of them could be yours if you act now. Go to factorytheatre.com.au, pick yourself up a damn ticket. Why should I pick myself up a ticket, DJY? Oh, shit, I don't know. How about Luca goddamn Brasi? How about motherfucking clowns? How about the Grenadiers and Gift Horse double team of rock and roll awesomeness? How about the beauty of an incredibly rare Sydney appearance from Tire Swans? How about the reunion tour of Bagster rolling on back into Blood, Sweat and Beers? How about three of the sexiest and coolest two pieces on the fucking planet? Corpus, The Heartaches and Hannah Band. Seriously, you want more? You want more? How about hostile objects, tigers, dividers, burners? Not doing anything for you? Well then, how about a little acoustic love to get you warmed up? Nathan Seeks is going to be there all the way from Geelong. He's coming from Geelong. You're probably coming from Petersham. What the hell is your excuse? Laura Martin's going to be there. She's coming from the Gold Coast. Spencer Scott coming all the way from Newcastle. Newcastle! The Brothers Nude are going to be there too. That's Andy and Gavin McDougall. You know them. You've seen their bands. You've seen their bands like a billion times. You know what's up. You know the score. You want more. You really, after after everything I've just told you, you want more. Alright, fine. There's going to be goddamn ice cream there. There's going to be record stalls. There's going to be punk rock karaoke. That's right. You're going to see... Some of your mates get mad-munted and forget the words to a Masked Intruder song. It's gonna be real. There's gonna be food trucks. Everything you need. All compacted into the private universe of the Factory Theatre. What the fuck are you waiting for? Get yourself a goddamn ticket and tell them DJY sent you. Enjoy the show. Hey there folks, it's David James Young. Welcome back to All My Friends Are In Bar Bands. I hope you're having a great week. Thanks again very much for tuning in. Didn't get to mention this last week, but I wanted to thank everyone that took part in my survey, uh, detailing their response and uh, honest thoughts on how the podcast is doing at the moment. It was really, really cool to uh, kind of get people's feedback, uh, especially some people that made it very obvious who they were. I'm not going to say any names, but uh, I'm sure you know who you are, obviously. But yes, genuinely appreciate uh, all the feedback and uh, all the support you guys have given over the last 20 plus episodes of All My Friends Are In Bar Bands. It's really, really fucking cool. So thank you guys so much. Not a huge amount of plugs this week. Obviously, 
Blood, Sweat and Beers is happening on Saturday, so get along to that. But there's also two Wollongong shows happening around it as well. Uh, on Friday night, Grenadiers and Clowns are both going to be playing at Rad Bar, and that is with Hoon, and I believe the Nuclear Family are playing that one as well, don't quote me on it. Uh, but yes, you should definitely get along and check that out, because Grenadiers... And Clowns are both fucking exceptional live bands. You, you've got nothing to lose on that front. Uh, on Sunday, the day after Blood, Sweat and Beers, there will be a cruisy little afternoon show happening at Jane's Bar in Wollongong. And that features Laura Martin, Spencer Scott, Billy Demos, and me. That's me. That's right. David James Young. Nothing rhymes with David is the uh, moniker under which I play solo. So if you're interested in checking that out, I would absolutely love to see you there. The guests on this week's episode of the podcast are Burlap. Burlap are one of the most interesting and flat out intense noise rock bands slash heavy bands in the Sydney scene at the moment. And Their DNA is comprised of several notable acts from in and around Sydney. So I figured it would be really cool to get the chance to sit down with uh, Tom, the band's singer, Tom, the band's drummer, and Max, one of the band's two guitarists, the other being Nathan Martin, who you would know as one half of Hannah Band, who uh, were previous guests of the show, hence why he does not make an appearance uh, in this episode. This is a very loose and a very fun episode of the podcast, and I've really enjoyed putting this one together. Unfortunately, however, this is the first ever incomplete episode of the podcast. Uh, My memory card ran out of memory, as memory cards will do if you overstuff them with interviews, and so the last five minutes or so of the podcast are missing. Well, not missing, they weren't, they just flat out weren't recorded. So we do not get to discuss the best and worst gig experiences of the three individuals of the podcast, unfortunately. Well, we did get to talk about it, but it's not uh, on record. <laughs> according, according to my memory card, it never happened. But, uh, I still think there's a lot here worth checking out, so I thought I'd share it with you now. Alright, let's have a listen. This is a chat with Burlap. everyone, I'm David James Young, and all my friends are in bar bands. Today, I would like to introduce you to my friends, Burlap. Hello. Hey. Hi. Burr's and Lap. <laughs> the boys are back. Uh, introduce yourselves, guys. We'll start on this side. Uh, I'm Tom. <laughs> I'm Tom, uh, aka Silky Milky. <laughs> it's the only way to differentiate ourselves. I'm Max. <laughs> Where's Nate? Where okay, is Nate? So, <laughs> so, for future reference, how should I address... 
we've got two. You can call me Silky. You can call me. You can call me Hulls if you want. Silky and Hot Rod. Hot Rod. Hot Lips. My mum calls me Hot Lips. Hot Lips. Hot Lips and Hot Rod. Either of those, I'll take. It is a nice, cool evening here at Blackwire Records. We're all hanging out and. Hot Rod over here just uh, played a rock show with his uh, his other band, mm. his quote unquote other band, Ted Dancing with Wolves. How how did you uh, how did you find the show? Uh, I think it was pretty good. Yeah, was yeah. it alright? Was yeah. it was pretty good. Yeah, the new song good. was pretty good. Oh, thanks. Yeah. yeah, we played a new song for the first time. Yeah, yeah that was a bit scary, Is but that, yeah. I think I think we played it okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it it's always interesting to watch those new songs because because it's such an intrinsic style of music like I just always think it's going to fall apart at any given yeah, second so do I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well you're the one who's got to hold it all together especially you know there's a lot of like uh, off time signatures and stuff like that you've got yeah, to really yeah. keep it all yeah, together yeah it makes man. it a bit scary sometimes yeah you can't just like you can't just sort of get into the groove and like sort of not think about it like yeah, sure you sort of have to be pretty it's not like Burlap it's not like Burlap <laughs> <laughs> like a new Burlap song on Space of Kiss you know? <laughs> <laughs> I can be in I can you be guys in... gotta let him get away with that just, yeah just nah we, we understand yeah voice, I can be in any state of mind and I'll probably pull it off but Ted Danson's kind of yeah you know, just let the rock it's too much twinkles you gotta handle the twinkles because yeah, yeah. if I fuck up then like Dean's just yeah it's just, oh. he's all over me you won't like Dean when he's angry <laughs> <laughs> he's a nice guy until oh yeah until he's not <laughs> until he's course. a bit of a dude <laughs> until the shoes come off <laughs> pretty much yeah <laughs> okay so we've all met at various points over the last two years or so the first one I met out of the three of you was Tom uh, it was at a Wonder Years show at the Annandale Hotel yes wow. yeah. yes which was a lot of fun uh, and then later on that year you did one of the greatest feats I've ever seen at a rock show which is where you broke your foot in two places <laughs> while stage diving it at every time I die show now you you guys you know you're reasonable people I'd say <laughs> if you broke I'm, your f- unlike Tom yeah, yeah. We're no, I'm, sa- I'm saying in your situation if you broke your foot in two places you probably would stage dive again would you not only did he stage dive again he stage dive again that night twice no three times <laughs> three, t- three times after not you broke your foot twice yeah. he literally jumped on the stage and hopped on one foot across the stage <laughs> and threw himself back into the floor well, you can't stop You gotta, if you're into the song like they're gonna play a floater you gotta do a track of stage dive you yeah. know I didn't think you'd ever be able to top that at an Every Time I Die show and then this year you got completely naked at an Every Time I Die show well exactly you gotta top yourself so yeah and, 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 Everyone, everyone's waiting for him to better the last one yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to next year. <laughs> the next every time I die. Too. Yeah, oh, and I'm like the two of you. Tom has gone viral because the photo of Andy from Every Time I Die holding Tom in his arms was yeah. shared on Facebook 146,000 times. <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> really? I didn't know that. Man. You went viral, you should, dude. You were everywhere. You should have been. Oh you should have been holding like a burlap demo. Yeah. <laughs> the best part was Pete in the background folding his arms and having a laugh, yeah, just like, yeah. oh, that's my boy. <laughs> people, are, people at work saw that as well. Oh man! Like the drag people at like work. So, with. Like saw it separate from you showing them. Like they just saw it. Yeah, like, by its yeah. morality. Yeah. yeah. Did you get you know. called into the main office? It's like uh, no. So I just got Tom. like a Tom. Like you broke your foot last time. Actually, last time as well. I broke my foot, and then the, that was the week before. Whatever sees. Yeah. So I'd had to do fest in Japan on crutches on a, on a moon boot. Yeah. Yeah, on a moon boot. And I still staged after that. <laughs> With the moon boots. Yeah. And, and, weren't, you in, sure. and weren't, you in your, uh, weren't you in your underwear for the large majority of that? <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, you're going to get... If you're not naked, you're going to be doing something. Yeah. 
So, yeah, Tom, a lot of people. Yeah, were Tom. Tom has taught me one of life's great lessons, which is never stop partying. No. <laughs> <laughs> that is, yeah. Uh, the day after, you know, a message just like, "Are you okay?" Uh, I didn't get a yes or no. I just got never stop partying. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> really? Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> we'll also whispered that in your ear many times. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty fantastic attitude. Uh, okay, so I want to start by establishing how the three of you guys met. How did it all? How did it all begin? Who has the furthest? So Max and I, Max, yeah. Max met in I think it was math class. Max made me a mixtape on Max CD. Which I was pretty involved. Yeah, which I found. We met in high school. Yeah. Oh right. <laughs> Wait, was you that the first thing? Like, like before yeah. he said hello, he just gave you a mixtape. Like that's the first thing. No, that I happens. think because you you were talking to Pado. Remember Pado? He's got, he's, we haven't talked about it. He got his face fucked up in a car crash. Yeah, no but, shit. Like, just like, you know, bonded sure. over, over music. Mm-hmm. Max and, and then, I went to the, well, I went to my first show with Max. Oh, really? Yeah. What mm. show was that? Was it? Hardcore 05. Hardcore 05. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Was so, that the No, that was a Gaelic. Gaelic, shit. Jungle Fever opened, which you missed because we were in line. Oh, you have a vivid I remember this, this, yeah. Um, this is a really important moment in Tom's life. Yeah. His Parkway first show with Max. Behind Grimms and Eyes, which got, I think they got booed off stage. Well, they didn't get, yeah. Well, they they got booed. Popular, yeah. Ouch. Anyway. <laughs> Parkway Drive, Carpathian. So, so yeah, Tom and I... Silky, we silky, silky, and I. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't there. Not yet. You come into the picture at some point, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. We were, we were, yeah, we were mosh warriors back in the day. Oh yeah. Oh nice. And um... basketball shots and everything. <laughs> no, no. pockets. <laughs> Pre-basketball shots. Yeah. But then I guess like many years later, after that, met Tom through Beat Disc. Oh, oh right. jumping yeah. jump ahead, yeah. yeah. Jumping yeah. ahead, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and that's and where we uh, all met Tom. Yeah. Well, we, yeah, we first started playing in a different band. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. So we were in a, a band with um, uh, all of us three and Dave Drayton. Oh, for real? Yeah. We, they, we, didn't play, we didn't play any shows. <laughs> so, oh, right. We jammed yeah. maybe half a dozen times. I think um, Max and I and Dave were jamming, and then, oh, we need a drummer. So called upon the... I mean, yeah, that was around the time that I started working at Beat Disc, and then yeah. You, yeah. you guys were heavy Beat Disc regulars at the time. Yeah, sure. Yeah. How long have you been at Beat Disc? A uh, since uh, for about six six years. Oh, no. right. uh, yeah, seven years. That was like two thousand and eight. I think it was. I started working in the middle of 08 and then I think we jammed in late two thousand and eight. Yeah, yeah, that's right. when we started playing. Yeah. The band sure. was called Mini Names. So they shorts. It was called Burlap. Actually. It was called yeah. Burlap. <laughs> <laughs> really? Burlap was one of the names. We should probably give a shout out to Dave because I think it was his band name. Yeah, that we were going to use for that. And no, because he's with Sunday Shorts. I thought yours was Burlap. Sunday Shorts. I thought oh, I thought he pioneered Burlap too. Maybe it was me. I don't know. Yeah, because it's an obscure Simpson reference, and I can't wait to obscure. Okay, well, I'll take that back. I'll take that back. Maybe it was oh, me. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which I um, reserve the rights to that. That in <laughs> future records. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bending, yeah. Well, either way, yeah, it was it, it was it was the name for our band with Dave, and then we've, uh, that didn't happen. So like, oh, six yeah. years later, we used the band. Anyway. Yeah, here we are. Yeah. We spent many jams in Dave's bedroom playing right. before Tom yeah. came into the picture. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, I and wanna... then Nathan, like well, we met him along the way. At some point, so at some point. <laughs> I think I met. I, I, I can't really remember. I met Nate <laughs> when against me played at the Metro the first time. So I oh, think right. Was, and he was five um, years ago or something. Yeah, it was during, when Lawrence Arms were playing. He was dancing with his like a shoe off himself that didn't in the head. Happen. That was no, a different... I did. <laughs> Lawrence Arms didn't play with against me. Oh wait, no, it was friends of Rom. Friends of Rom. Sorry, yeah, yeah. So friends of Rom were playing. 
and Lawrence Holmes is supporting. I remember this. Yeah, we were together, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. And he was hitting himself in the head with a shoe. <laughs> and all that these sounds like something you'd do, though. <laughs> yeah, no, they, well... That's why they bonded. Yeah. And then Nath was, like, dancing like crazy, and people were like... All these punks were like, oh, let's take this guy out. So they're, like, charging him and stuff during long times. So, so the first time I met Nathan was... And I talked to him later, and I was like... And I, I think we all knew Nathan from a former band that he was in called The Temperamental Pocket. Yeah. But we, we all... We all sort of Cracking name. played with them like back in 2009 and stuff. Yeah, I didn't play. Well, I didn't play with them. But Tom you guys didn't. Like Max's old band, Halal Halal, you played with them. And I was in a uh, band called Zounds that played with the Pocket. With Dave, yeah. I yeah, think that's how we knew Nate. Is that how we I met Nate? I'm, yeah. I met Nate and Matt and everybody because, mainly because Matt was <laughs> dating Kate. Yeah. Oh, that too. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, that, 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 yeah, yeah that's kind of how. Yeah, yeah. And that's how the pocket came into the picture. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, so I want to uh, kind of take it back to what got you guys interested in music to begin with. Like, uh, everyone has their own paths into, you know, discovering and stuff like that. It's like, you know, they get recommended stuff by friends in high school or, you know, it's something that their parents show them or something like that. Uh, start with you, Max. Like, what got you interested in music properly to begin with? Well, I guess, like, like, Right from the beginning, like my mum forced me to take piano lessons. Oh, and I I'm gonna go on a limb and say you hated them. I hated it. Yes, yeah. I've <laughs> never met a kid who liked their piano lessons. Yeah. Everyone fucking hated them. <laughs> I also spewed on that piano as well. Oh, <laughs> what? Uh, do you want to get into that now or not? <laughs> that sounds like a story for later in life. <laughs> All right, we'll put that one in the back pocket for now. I, yeah. think, I think you could fill a whole podcast with things, <laughs> things that Tom has spewed on. <laughs> Welcome back to the Spewcast. May, maybe keep that for a whole separate one. Yes. Yeah. Things, Bonus what, episode. Things I spewed on and things my uncle has shat on. <laughs> Welcome back to bodily functions with Tom McEwen. <laughs> Tom probably deserves his own podcast, really. Let <laughs> me just realise that. He, I, he really does. I would subscribe to that. I would subscribe to that, actually. In a heartbeat. Oh, God. So, anyway. yes, piano lessons that you were not a fan of. Yeah. Then, oh, like, some of my... Like, my cousins and my uncles, like, they played guitar. Right. And one time I was, like, at, at their place and, like, my uncle, like, was, like, trying to, like, he was getting me on the guitar and, like, taught me a, taught me the Peter Gunn theme. Oh, nice. And I was pretty stoked. The Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so then I wanted to play guitar and go to guitar, and then I guess from there I just started loving guitar bands and sure. rock and roll and stuff. Yeah, sure. That's, I guess. Silky? <laughs> what about you, man? I can't get used to that name. You introduced it, yourself, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's become like an alter personality now. So, it wasn't me, it was Silky. <laughs> He's like your Slim Shady. Oh, mate. <laughs> Give me enough rushes and I'll all turn. Oh, my lord. Um, so, every, you drinking, I'm, I'm drinking rushes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just had to clarify. I was drinking Melbourne Bitter today as well. Yeah, um, nice. Because of, because of the employment plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, went to the, I went to the Bolo and I was like... Oh, out of respect. Yeah. 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 Well, solidarity for the employment. <laughs> it started for me, I guess, when in a car trip from, from here to Adelaide. It started with two cassette tapes, I guess. Elvis Costello's The Man and Whoopi Band's uh, Big Name in a Blanket. Nice. So I basically started 
with that because it was such a long trip. And that's from memory, that was only two cassettes that we had. My head under the blanket, me singing a bit at it, like like mom in the words. So my parents couldn't see me, mom, me, mom in the words. And then after that, Nirvana, and then Avail, really heavy, really heavy into Avail. Yeah, right. Um, it was a family friend that were like, "All right, sweet, you're into Avail. Sorry, into Nirvana." <laughs> and they were like, "You're gonna take this, these three CDs: Over the James, Dixie, and um, whatever the third record is." Yeah, like, burn me off three CDs, here you go, and then I was just hooked. So, yeah. yeah. right. Yeah. And Hot Rod. Yeah, actually, much like Max, I was playing music from a pretty young age. I played keyboard. I had keyboard lessons from, like, year one or year two. Sure, yeah, yeah. And then I played, like, trumpet in, like, late primary school. Oh, really? Yeah. And then I think <laughs> I was really into ska for a while. <laughs> oh, yeah, naturally. Because, because, you know, the songs I could learn were songs with trumpet in it. And I think when I hit high school, I, I, I like, realised that I, I could only learn so many Real Big Fish songs. Like, so <laughs> had to move on to so Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, yeah. Well, I learned some of those, too. Of course. Oh, no, I think there's no trumpet in Mighty Boss Tones. I think it's just, like, trumpet. And oh, really? Anyway, uh, it's not important. Get technical. Uh, at some <laughs> point, at stuff. some point, I realized that I wanted to play an instrument that I could like learn more songs by other bands that I liked. Sure, yeah. So I think I started playing drums in like year seven or year eight. And yeah, and just in general, I think I was pretty lucky that my parents were very much into music, and I had an older brother and sister who were very much into music. So yeah. I well, think throughout my whole primary school and early high school life, I was always surrounded by people who what lo- kind of music. What kind of stuff are they showing you? Oh, uh, uh, I probably was most influenced by my sister, who was really into punk. Like I, oh, yeah, my sure. first couple of oh, Sky and punk. My first couple of shows were like Real Big Fish and Mill and Colin and Nice, uh, yeah, Quad Box and some other bands like that. Um, so that was my first real infatuation. I think it was the box. very first uh, Friends of Rom drummer when he left Friends of Rom, then he started a band called Quad Box. Oh, oh sure. Right. Yeah, the, yeah, first, yeah. the first gig I saw, I think, was Real Big Fish, Quad Box, and um, Nancy Vandal, I think. Nice. Oh, shit. Yeah. oh that's yeah. a blast. That sounds like a Johnny show. <laughs> good times yeah <laughs> um, so yeah so I think yeah I was always yeah, always surrounded by and not forced into but always yeah just like encouraged to play and listen to music so, yeah absolutely yeah and I was glad that yeah in early high school I started to play drums so I could learn like Foo Fighters songs and, oh, yeah. and Blink songs and yeah all the, oh, good, yeah. All the good stuff and I've, I've never turned back <laughs> yeah I can definitely hear a lot of Dave Grohl in your drumming uh, no. <laughs> is that the <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Travis Barker. A lot of Travis Barker. And yeah, more Scott Rayner. Oh, yeah. sure, yeah. yeah. Travis, yeah, Travis, is a bit, Travis is a bit busy, you know. He, tra- yeah. he, does, he does a bit too much. Yeah, Scott I'll, keeps a I'll, Yeah, I'll agree with that. <laughs> Nathan's so pissed that he's not here to talk about Blink-182. Yeah. Oh, he wishes. I was talking to my dad about Blink-182. Like, Blink oh, fucking hell, I'm so drunk. Blink last Blink night, and Dad was like, dude, that band sucks. And I was like, that band is sucks. That band is sucks. <laughs> well, we're both pretty pissed, and he was like, nah, not happening. Did you know, David, that Blink-182 was an inside job? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> wow. Where's Scott? All his fans want to meet him. Exactly, they, they want yeah. to talk to him. <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> My understanding that the 182 came from how many times Al Pacino says the word fuck in Scott. Oh, I remember hearing that story too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Because they were Blink at first, and then I think there was another band called Blink. Yeah, there was another Blink. band called Blink. And that's so they weird. added the number, yeah. yeah. The real question is, where's the 41 come from from some 41? That is a great question. <laughs> 
<laughs> when I get Derek Wibley on the podcast eventually, I'll ask him. You have to ask Avril Lavigne. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't have to ruin this good Blink talk with, like, some 41 reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Come on, just, Blink, they're Blink are an extra... They're, 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 ah. they're a different level of pop punk. They're too yeah, Canadian. Yeah. All right, first bands. First bands that you guys played in. McEwen, we are starting with you. Oh, fuck. Brick face with Max. Oh, Brickface. Yeah, do you want to start with that? What was that? I don't know that. What's that? That was a high school band. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Brickface. So, yeah, Brickface. Yeah. Brickface. So, were you the singer? I was the singer, yeah. And you played guitar? I played guitar, and we played one show. It was the, the high school <laughs> battle of the bands. Oh, shit. Just the heat, because we didn't make the finals. <laughs> <laughs> because they thought that was your own song? Yeah, it was a cover or original? It was a cover and original. Yeah. yeah. We cover, played cover, at um, cover, Drill cover. Biscuits. Big Mouth, Big, yeah. Nice. And they thought I swore... Because I like as true, true my form. I was going to say true, say true silky form, yeah, silky but I wasn't silky at that point. Anyway, <laughs> so I was like, "Yo, soccer, you got a big mouth, beautiful." And they thought I said "fucking fool," so we got kicked out. <laughs> that was the end of that was definitely that was definitely why. That was definitely, <laughs> definitely why, why you guys didn't win. Besides us sucking, we also made a. Um, our original was a song about our geography teacher, Mr. Fletcher, who is yeah, he's a fucking badass. hot. He made, he made, he <laughs> made, he's a beautiful man. Yeah, like, he's the kind of so guy, chiseled. like, yeah, the guy, like, you'd walk past, like, the teacher's lounge and all the female teachers just, like, melt. And all the male teachers he was, just, like, melt. Oh, was aside so from being, like, having, like, classically good looks, he, like, rode a motorbike and he, like, made his mixtapes of Grandmaster Flash. Yeah. And... Oh, this dude sounds fucking crucial. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was cool. He was really good. And he also was like, so this isn't going to be on the test. She brought some notes down, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really good. Max and I were actually in geography together as well, and that's why Max was, and I were trying to like get in the same class, because Mr. Fletcher. Too much but he got Mr. Monday's class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, mean I, feel, I feel alienated, let alone the listeners. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Mr. Mon- Mr. Monday, it's a good story about Mr. Monday. Look, no one's going to... My sister had Mr. Monday's class, and I told her the story about him throwing like the bag of paper at um, that kid. He was like, you want a bag of paper? Have a whole bag of paper. And threw a bag at his head, and it's hilarious. <laughs> Welcome back to all my friends who were in high school once. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it was funny. I'm sure it was. All right, cut, you can cut, yeah. edit this. Was, yeah. <laughs> all right, Hot Rod, what was your first band? Um, do like high school cover bands count? Well, any, like the first band that you ever played that, Yeah, that would have been, like I had, I had a few mates who between like years 8 and 10, we kind of, yeah, we were mastering, you know, all of the, the Tool songs and the Vine songs. You were mastering Tool songs at 8? Ah, uh, year eight, year eight. I was gonna say, eight. fucking hell. <laughs> that was probably more. That's probably more year ten. Yeah, sure. I think we started with some with some rage like and, and the vines and yeah. system. Yeah, naturally. And we yeah. built up to tool. Yeah. Oh yeah. So by year ten, yeah, we played like our formal of year ten. I don't know why they got us to play our formal because we played like tool songs, like eight, eight minute tool songs. How'd that work out? Uh, I can't remember. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Not great. I think people were all right with it. I don't know. Like yeah. I think we were the only people who could play instruments in, in our grade, so they just let us go for it. We played, like, a school assembly, and what we thought was, like, only our only our, our grade assembly, but then it turns out we played in, t- in front of the entire school, so, like, a thousand Paramount Amaris boys, and we played The Patient by Tool, like, a seven-and-a-half-minute stupid proggy Tool song, like, in front of That's all intense. of Paramount Amaris. Yeah. Oh, man. It's pretty, pretty dumb. <laughs> 
But yeah, so that was the first, I guess that was the first band, yeah, I was in. Um, and I think we tried to write some songs, but like, yeah, gave up pretty quickly. Yeah, right. Yeah. You've got seven minutes worth of material to practice. <laughs> you get not much room. <laughs> Marzipan? Yeah, well, yeah, Marzipan was the first, I guess, like, band band. Because I think, I think after high school, I didn't really play, like, I didn't really play drums, like, creatively, like, with other people for, for a few years. I was just, like, playing at home and learning songs and stuff. Were yeah. you still interested in playing music, or was it just yeah, yeah, an yeah, opportunity? Yeah, yeah, I still play drums, like, through that whole time. I think I just, yeah, didn't know as many people who, like, shared the same interests as me musically, so I didn't really, yeah, wasn't playing in any bands. And, yeah, and then I started playing in a band, yeah, called Marzipan, with some with some people who were friends of a friend of mine. And that was all right, that was, that was a lot of fun. I didn't, I wasn't, like, yeah, super into, super into the music, but I just kind of liked playing in a band. I think that probably, yeah. like... Sure. reinvigorated just the fun yeah, of like playing so with people fun. writing new music and yeah and that kind of fizzled but shortly man. after that oh, shortly after that I started playing yeah with like this other band with someone Max and, yeah. Just, yeah and then led to other bands and right yeah. right right some serious beef started <laughs> what, what did I say yeah not good Master music <laughs> no I just like like it was fun I just didn't you know uh, no one who's shots in that band's fired, shots fired. <laughs> Maybe Louis will listen, I don't know. He won't care. <laughs> okay, so when do you two uh, launch into quote-unquote proper, quote-unquote real bands? Well, I think oh. Max is probably best to start this one. Oh, okay. Hello. So you've been in more? Oh, I'm yeah. Sorry. I'm just going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, Talk to Matt. Yeah. Hello, how are you? <laughs> well, we're conveniently skipping a band between the two we talked about that I would rather not talk about. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Oh yes. Oh, oh yes. No. So listeners, I think you've um about to experience a new music that is amazing. So Betty Page made me a sinner, which was Max's high school band with Kate A bunch of people that the people don't listen to. No, but I think Kate was around. Kate was introduced because that's who everyone else met Matt through and Nate yeah, through. That we mentioned earlier that was the connection to Nathan and the pocket. So you can probably edit all this out because it doesn't matter to anyone else except for uh, four of us. <laughs> I, was in, I was in this, I was in this band uh, in high school, and it was like first proper band, and it was like uh, metalcore. Yeah, basically, it was, it was well, and and like really bad and poorly played at that, and it was. It was it was completely embarrassing. <laughs> I have some live footage of it as well that oh, I filmed. Shit. That I remember when we. There when I filmed a, it, because it was always a great. Was it? What was it? The, oh, we played at Greystains. Greystains Youth Center, Center yeah. Oh shit! So I did like um a lot of filming of that, and filmed a lot of the mm. impromptu uh, gang vocal things, which no one knew what they were singing or the timing of it, and it was amazing. It was beautiful. <laughs> anyway, it was it was it was amazing. It was amazing. That's outstanding. Okay, so where from there? Where, uh, <laughs> how do you survive the going through the metalcore phase? Then, like, sort of phase is the lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that same battle of the bands that we were talking about, that Brickface was in, I was in another band in that. Oh, you double dipped. I double dipped. They're both joke bands as well, I guess, to start off with. Well, yeah. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, look, I didn't win. I need some excuse, okay? <laughs> Yeah, uh, I was in a band called Halal Hawaii, started in oh, Sky right. High School, and we survived for probably five years or so, playing a bunch around Sydney, but never sort of left. We got as far as Katoomba. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> That's when you know you've made it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're literally at the top of the mountain. Katoomba RSL, mate. That's what it's all about. How's that? What kind of stuff was that? <laughs> Huh? What kind of stuff was that? Oh, uh, it was kind of garagey punk, but with a bunch like, of other like silly stuff, like kind of just a bit silly. Tom but, Waits, you kind of garage. Oh stuff. yeah, mm. like Cookie Monster vocals. Oh okay. In the vein of Tom Waits. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah fun band. Yeah but, right. So you you got to play quite a bit with those guys. Yeah, definitely. We played some cool shows. Like career highlight was playing with Kim Salmon. Oh, nice! From the scientists, yeah. Yeah, and um, Blue Juice show. Yeah, it's I thought. Yeah, I thought the Blue Juice show was the career highlight. Oh, you guys uh, played the Blue Juice? No shit. Yeah, the Metro too, and Katoomba RSL. Fucking a! <laughs> a lot of Blue Juice fans in Katoomba. Uh, yeah, like they love Blue Juice. Yeah, because yeah. they love the Blue Mountains. <laughs> they didn't blue Juice, Blue Mountains. Did they, they love Halal? Oh, blue yeah. everything, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a shame that band's not around now, you know, given the topical Halal debate. Well, I heard, I, heard, I, heard, I heard a rumor that they might be. Oh, no. Coming no, back. No, no. <laughs> Did you start this rumor? No, I heard it. If you, you want to play I heard, I heard they were rehearsing and shows are in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Watch, well, check the Facebook page. <laughs> Podcast exclusive. <laughs> Stay posted. <laughs> uh, so what about what about you, McEwen? The first serious band. Yeah, where do you where do you uh, go from here? Uh, that'd probably be McLovin. Probably Bellat. Okay, McLovin. yeah, McLovin. <laughs> oh, first serious band. <laughs> yeah. Probably, probably Bellat. Yeah. First serious band named after a character from yeah. a comedy movie. Very very drunken shows and stuff. I don't know where to start with that one. That As one. opposed to. Every other show. Yeah, but that was As opposed to your very point. sober burlap <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was to the point where you like oh. McLovin actually reformed for one show here like a couple months ago or something and I broke my tooth. And Shit. I still haven't gotten it fixed. <laughs> That's how good McLovin What, ha- what happened? I was oh, like... M- Mike grabbed. Mike grabbed. No. And then he was like... <laughs> so you fucking oh. pummeled him in the face. Because I was like, here's the mic grab. And then he grabbed the, my hand. And I was like, oh, gee, this is going to happen somewhere. Oh. And I felt it. And I was like, oh, that's going to happen. Ouch, <laughs> That's nasty. Yeah, I can't, believe, I can't remember how McLovin formed... Particularly, but I can't believe McLovin and a serious band are being used in the same sentence. <laughs> so. Anyway, we I'm, started... I'm guessing it was a very satirical kind of band. Oh yeah, it's like typical power violence stuff. Right, right. So right. yeah, it was pretty fun. A lot of onstage drama. Yeah, a lot of onstage drama. A lot of fighting. A lot of <laughs> me getting smacked in the face with a guitar. Oh shit! So there was like one particular show, which was probably the best show we played, I guess. Involved me getting a which, symbol which in the face. Oh, this is like out whoop, whoop, like whoop whoop way. Some I got like whoop, a symbol in the face. Had like massive gash on my head, and then we went to like a pink color show in the, at the local pub. Then <laughs> I, I commenced to spill beer all over the the DJ booth, and then we had to fucking hightail it out of there. That was one of the best shows we ever played. Half of it's not involved in the actual story, so that kind of tells you a bit. <laughs> no, it was good. It was like. Oh, that crossed out kind of band. We started. Like, I, I think you're doing it again, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> we started out with like a crossed out kind of like Black Sabbath kind of influenced band. Black Sabbath. I don't know. He listens. listens to a lot of metal. I thought that's so. what Burlap was. Yeah. A lot of Slayer influence, I guess you'd say. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was. It was very um, rickety bridge to climb over, and the music was just as rickety, I guess. 
yeah. in a way that's complete Slayer ripoffs, <laughs> and you get to throw each other's guitars in each other's faces. Yeah, right. So tell us a little bit more about Morzepan. Oh, nah. <laughs> oh, really? Not worth, not worth the, oh, no, not worth the backstory? Uh, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Were they that bad? No, no, it's just uh, not, not worth noting, really. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's the first band worth noting? Okay, maybe maybe for Tang was the first proper oh, band. Oh, best makeout band ever. <laughs> All right, so tell us a little bit about for Tang. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, for yeah, for Tang was the first band that I was involved in that I like. I guess was was like into and believed in and stuff. Oh, so you didn't like the other bands you were playing in? No, I wouldn't say that. It was just that like. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Like well, maybe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's just some retrospective thing. It's just like, wow, I didn't enjoy that at all. No, no, it was, it was, it was fun. You know, it was just like a kind of a stupid rock band that, like, you know, I wouldn't just, say stupid. It was just fun to play drums. They were the in. greatest makeout band. No, no, that's about my mother. Oh, okay, yeah. Nah, well, at least, yeah. At least you got some fans. Not a Marzipan. No, not Marzipan. For Tang, Tom's talking about Tang. Yeah. So for Tang was a band that, like, I I had recorded just some like some home recorded demo-y things and like I'm I'm only really a drummer so I got some other guys to come in and play with me Max, right. Max being one of those people right so that was like an instrumental sort of band that the we, first demo was all you though wasn't it yeah, yeah yeah so we played around for a couple of years yeah it was like instrumental sort of music yeah kind of I liked it that was probably the, that was, that, that, I'd say that was the first band that I was like in and proud of and like you know you know, yeah. What was that to stylistically? Was it like makeouts all the time? Makeouts. <laughs> Tom, Tom, Tom still I'll, listens to it and makes out. Yeah, I like, like Jade. Hold on, out with Tom. Yeah. yeah, Jade, hold on a second. I got to put some music on. Put on for Tang Tom, again, Tom. <laughs> no, it's good. You got to do it. It's like Tom, no, I can't do this. <laughs> I know him now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> it was like yeah, it was like sort of post rocky, but not really post rocky. Like oh, okay. instrumentals, like a couple of guitars and a keyboard and drums and bass. And yeah, we played around for a few years. And I think it was when when that band sort of stopped playing, which was when my brother was in the band and he went overseas. That's when I started playing drums in Ten Dancing with Wolves, and right. that sort of led to Burlap. And yeah, I think, so how'd you yeah. come across those guys? Uh, just because like Fatang played a lot of shows at Blackwire, as did Ted Dancing with Wolves. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a pretty. Were they Ted dancing at the time, or still crouching eighties? Um, probably the first time I saw them, they were crouching eighties. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think yeah. I saw them play like a Yes, I'm Leaving album launch. Oh, cool. Maybe like 2012 or something. I think they were still crouching eighties. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, they were just like you know, like you know, all the bands who kind of play Black Wirey shows together. You know, eventually you sort of start to get to know everybody. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So I think uh, Fatang never played with Ted Danson, but I think we we tried to hook up shows and never really happened. Yeah. And then shortly after Fatang stopped playing, Ted Danson needed a new drummer and so I started playing drums there with them there was an ousting <laughs> oh shit I, I say needed like I didn't offer before they kicked their other drummer out but right. they needed a new, they needed a new drummer <laughs> and I wasn't playing in a band oh, I wasn't playing in a band <laughs> at the time fire. seamless transition then so I you know yeah. So I kind You're of just causing so much beef in this man. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of said, oh, yeah, I can play drums with you guys. Like I like I like their band. I offered to play drums. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm glad it worked out. <laughs> yeah, it's going well. Yeah. And the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> they say. Uh, Max, where do you go after Halal Hawaii kind of runs its course? Were you in other bands as well, or was it that primarily your focus? Uh, for a long time it was. And yeah, then right. Towards the tail end of Halal, I 
uh, joined Tom and Fatang. Right. And then, like, after Fatang kind of stopped playing, uh, I got back together with, like, one of the guys from Halal and a couple other guys, and we started this band called Yard Duty. And Yard Duty played around for probably a couple years, one or two years. Yep. Until, like, not long ago, and someone went overseas. That was kind of it. <coughs> oh, right. I, I, did, I heard a rumor, though. Yeah, well, you know what? Yard Duty were rehearsing again. And shows are Where are you getting your information? All these shows are imminent. <laughs> Check the Facebook page. Uh, um, John, like... <laughs> rumor mill. <laughs> the rumor hills. Rumor holes. It's people are talking. So I don't know. It's all on one these days. It's all on one. I just hear things. <laughs> So, was the stuff you were doing with this guy similar to the band previous, or would you, like, I don't know, was it, like, louder, um, heavier, softer, like, what kind of direction did it take? Somewhat in the same vein, and it was kind of garagey, kind of punk, but less gimmick than... <laughs> <laughs> that was your serious band. Yeah, 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 well, I don't know, yeah, it was kind of... I don't know how to... It didn't start as a joke. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It, it wasn't did, called... Did Halal start Halal as a Halal joke? Halal. <laughs> <laughs> Halal started as a way to try and see if we can break the... <laughs> break the high school band format thing. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah. Like, they had, yeah. like, for the... for the Sorry. To get, but, like, they had, like, the... A guy bring out a platter of cheese during, like, the grand final thing at the Battle of the Bands. Oh, yeah, we did that. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, like... Who the fuck does that in high school? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, Tom, where do you go after McLovin? McLovin, yeah. Where do, after uh, that wraps up, we went to Unbrained Animals, which is like a which you're still with to this day. Yeah, we're yep. still playing. We're gonna um, do recording for an album and stuff, which is kind of coming out, I guess. Yeah, not a, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It's recorded. And it's gonna we're gonna do all the. Shit, shit that goes with it so like so how did how did that band come, come about basically they saw so those guys saw me play a show with McLovin uh-huh. when I had the mumps so oh, wow <laughs> <laughs> okay couple of questions yeah okay one why were you playing a show with the mumps because I didn't know I had the mumps <laughs> how did you not know but my face was like American Isn't it like a very specific yeah but I was going to the doctor and they were like we don't know what's going on and I'm like well my face is pretty fucked up <laughs> Like, what's going on? I look didn't like we, American well, Dad. Was, didn't we cover Tom's, like, way of life earlier? Isn't it party all the time? It's true. Yeah. A little so, bit, a little, even, even with the mumps. A little bit of mumps isn't going to stop him from performing. So we played at um, Town & Country. Oh, in St. Peter's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did he play with their old band? The... I was at that, Tom and I were band. at that show, remember? Yeah, did Anna, I don't think Anna Brenda played that, did they? No, no this no, is when they when I met them stuff. McLovin oh. played. Yeah, McLovin, oh, McLovin played, played with... Old band. Yeah. Um, in theory, that's it. In theory. Yeah, so in theory played, and then I, and I played... And Everest. and stuff, which is ex-Yobag dudes, or Yobag dudes. I don't know if... Yobag's not a band anymore. Uh, I'm not sure. No, don't think it's... I heard a rumour. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, they played a show. They played a show. It's off and on. Yeah. No bags off. Anyway, yeah, so the guys from Yo Bag... Yeah, yeah Dougie's on base yeah. now. Check the Facebook page. <laughs> so what happened, I had the mums, and I didn't know, I was supposed to be quarantined and stuff, but I didn't know I was supposed to be quarantined. quarantined. But they were like, yeah, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have been out... <laughs> you shouldn't have been out in society. I got tattooed that day as well, so I Oh was my like, God. Fuck. Surprised you don't have leprosy now. Oh, mate. Shane Wilcox, watch out. <laughs> I don't understand that. No, because he, yeah. he tattooed me and like because oh, okay. I think it's I don't know what 
I don't know what fucking mumps is. Is it Bloodborne? I don't know. <laughs> I could have started some zombie shit. Anyway, so... <laughs> That happened. I played a show with the mums, and they're like, "Oh, the like his, his swagger of his face because my face is massive." <laughs> and after that, they were like, "Oh, so McLovin kind of fell apart the way it did because I got fired." And then, how do you get fired from your own band? Well, via text message. <laughs> oh shit! How old were that's you when the, this happened? That's I don't the know. Way. I was playing. I remember the. I remember it was, like, was that like two years ago? Yeah, yeah I got. Was, I was playing. That was recent. I was playing <laughs> soccer. I mean, Saturday got messages, and we were like, "Oh, you're out of the band." And then I was from like, oh, right. "Yeah, from Locke." <laughs> and then I don't know. Water under the bridge, I guess. It's, it's a bridge, so water has to run under it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. okay. Like, sure. <laughs> sure. Let's leave that. But, yeah. So that's how it that started. They were like, "Oh, look, that guy's good." And I noticed him from Beat Disc. So putting this thing for us, and I was like, "Oh, fucking! Well, I got nothing else going else for me." Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> let's get, this is gonna be all mumbles on my part, but yeah, I got oh, nothing, nothing else, wrong with that. Yeah, I got nothing else going for me, so I was like, "Might as well do it." Let's <laughs> get on done. All right. <laughs> And so the unbranded animal stuff is that, how would you describe it? Like heavier, more. Oh, I guess sort of like, stuff, yeah. Zombie core. Zombie core. As my mum would say. But, <laughs> yeah. What does your mum say about Bella? She says, I don't know. She doesn't say anything because I don't show her. Oh, oh you haven't shown her any Bella? <laughs> I did. Stuff. She said, this is the best stuff you've done, Tom. And I'm like, really? About Bella? Did she really yeah. say that? Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. And I was like, oh, well, you don't know what I'm singing about, Jules. Yeah. <laughs> Jules. All the songs about how she's a bitch. <laughs> no. All the songs about, oh, I've got one song about how I moved out of home and I'm like, oh, I kind of shouldn't have done this that. Mom. Oh. <laughs> no, not really. And why wouldn't she want to know about that? She no, no, because one of the songs was about, like, I don't know, smooching ex girlfriends and stuff. And it's like, oh, I don't, I don't, that's like, I don't want my mom to hear about that. Is one, <laughs> one of the burlap songs ex- about smooching an ex girlfriend? Yeah, the lip ring song. It's like me smooching a girl and swallowing a lip ring by accident, <laughs> which happened. And then she picked me up from that party the next day, and I was like, fucked. I was as drunk as I've ever been. So much goon, dude. Oh, man. Goon and Jack Daniels is not okay. a good mix. Right, let's move on to something else, because I'm rambling. Like oh, a- man. You're a party animal, man. You need an intervention. Oh, I think this is it. <laughs> it's got to be. Yeah. It's got to be. We've it's, got- it's not recording. This yeah. is just an intervention. Yeah. We've got yeah. this on record. Oh, man. So, all three of you have played interstate and toured interstate We've now this been point? in Melbourne with each other. I think Tom went... Do you mean as well up or like... Well, Individually, have you you've all done it? It's I've been to Canberra heaps. Oh, <laughs> mates! <laughs> talk talk us through your first Canberra show. That that's that's Wait, a how, how often? How often? Oh, maybe like three times. Oh. Right. How many times have you been? Three times. Oh, I want to just say heaps again in that voice. Heaps, <laughs> heaps, fucking heaps. So, what was the first Canberra show? Oh, Canberra was sick. I don't, like well with Yard Duty and right, uh, right. We played at the Phoenix. Sure, yeah, yeah. Good and, um, played that. Uh, someone put me in touch with uh, this group of people, or this band called Sex Noises. Such a good and, band. Yeah. Great band. And this guy, Jordan, who runs a the label there called Cinnamon. He's a really good dude. And we basically organised the whole show. And it was sick. Phoenix in Canberra. And, yeah, Canberra's sweet. Yeah, right. And Sex Noises are a great band. Great band. And now they're called Wyatt's. Well, like, it's a different band. 
Hot Rod, what was the first time you played Interstate? Yeah, like uh, probably with yeah, Ted Dancing with Wolves, we did some Interstate shows for our album last year. Oh, sure. Yeah, I can't remember what the first one was. That was it's always scary going Interstate. You know, yeah. like it's you know it's scary enough playing a show in Sydney and wondering if anyone's going to turn up, let alone you drive eight hours somewhere and then you know, you're like mm, like who's, who's going to come? Who knows us? Yeah. Like you know, <laughs> who knows us in Melbourne or Brisbane and stuff? Yeah, um, sure. But yeah, no, it's, it's always been good. There's like we found. Uh, found similar-minded people in other cities who, yeah. you know, share our taste and similar kind of bands. So, yeah. Yeah, there's a good kind of interstate community, I think, um, with like-minded bands. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, so that when Burlap went to Melbourne for the first time, I think we all, you know, we all already knew friends in in bands there, the guys in, in employment and stuff, so... Yeah, of course. It was, uh, it was very smooth because uh, they, make, they, make it, yeah. they make it very welcoming for us. Did you enjoy playing uh, Weekender last year? Oh, uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun, yeah. It was, yeah? Yeah, it was nice to be asked, yeah. We played. Uh, yeah, we played on the Sunday show. It was good. It was maybe yeah. That, that was probably the most people we've played to in another state. I'd say, um, which is yeah, just the <clears throat> the the bonus of being put on like a good bill, like a big festival bill sort of thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, that was a good time. Absolutely. Like, like, uh, like Armchair. So. Like Armchair, yeah, yeah. So Burlap were just as lucky. I'd say Less Talk is up there with uh, Poison City Records, is the yeah. uh, for, forefront of Melbourne independent labels. Yeah. <laughs> um, so okay. yeah. yeah. Alright, so let's move into Burlap Territory. What's the first show that you guys played together? Uh, Beat, Beat Disc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With Employment, Stars of yeah. Sonora. With the same, oh, nice. the same band. Around the same time tonight. of year, actually. It was, yeah, it was like June. It was like June. Yeah, it's almost, almost been it's a almost year. It's almost the Burlap one year anniversary. Next week. I think next, 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 next yeah. weekend would be exactly But when this comes out, year. two months ago. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was almost, yeah, about a year ago at Beat Disc. And uh, how, do you, how do you think it went? Were there... Oh, it was sick. Like developing, you know, obviously you guys have been playing like individually for a while, and you know, you've, there's some connections that run through. But like, uh, were there any like nerves about putting all of this out there into the world for the first time? No. Nah, <laughs> nah. It was, it was like it was a pretty, it was a pretty, pretty, pretty confident all round actually. Nah, I'd it, was, say. it was one of those shows where like we're most of the crowd are, pe- are people you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, we yeah. Play, we we were on a bill with a bunch of our friends' bands and we so played. Did to, Hannah Band play? Yeah, yeah. Hannah so, yeah, so Hannah played. Band. Nate did a double header. Yeah, yeah. nice. And employment and uh, Oslo played. So it's all people who we know and yeah. you know Wilson, it was it was a very it was a very nice very nice comforting first show to play like a to a room full of people who you're friends with. Yeah, I mean, has has that you know like Western Sydney like Beat Disc community has that kind of reflected on how you react with other people and you know your your immediate community like that there's something very special about that area I think and the people that come out to those shows like you, you said you know it's a room full of your friends a lot of yeah, the time yeah, yeah you know? I think so yeah I think like you know a, a lot of a lot of us now live in you know closer to the city in a city but half of us you know are from the western suburbs and you yeah. know like it's like I met these guys through Beat Disc I you know wouldn't be in this band if not for Beat Disc um, yeah, I think there's probably a few other bands who could say the same thing. They yeah, might not totally. have, they wouldn't have met, you know, fellow-minded people if there wasn't this, you know, this this kind of haven in the western suburbs that allowed, you know, people with the same kind of taste to meet each other. Yeah. When you think about think it as well, there's like when you western in the western suburbs, there's nothing besides the city. This is the only record store in the western suburbs. Yeah. Yeah, so, so I think it's just you yeah. know it's it's just like kind so, of by by default you know you like to you think that yeah that people yeah, will, just drawn to yeah that people area. would be drawn yeah. to that yeah it's the only so. place to go really so that's what you've got and then you happen to meet come across people there like minded we met all the guys from yes I'm leaving probably six or seven years ago yeah, yeah. they were all Parramatta boys yeah they're in a band called Lily's band as well which was sick they used to have house shows. 
at, at their share, share house in Parramatta. Yeah, right, the nice. Teal, Teal yeah. Palace. Teal Palace. Shouts out Teal Palace. That was um the actually the Halal Hawaii live album was recorded. Yeah, there. we recorded our album in Parramatta. Yeah, in Parramatta at the in their garage. Oh, cool! Yeah. On the ha- Halloween night, Halloween night. Oh man, say that three times fast. <laughs> <laughs> What's next for you guys? Is there is there an album on the way or? Uh, yeah, 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 we, we recorded uh, an album uh, a couple of months ago. Maybe now, probably not by the time this is out. We're getting heckles from over there. <laughs> fucking, fucking employment. What? <laughs> Shh. Fuck off. <laughs> We're recording. Yeah, we recorded an album, like maybe a month or two ago, two months ago. Oh, sweet. Um, which, yeah, with Yvonne. Um, Ivan, extraordinaire. Ten oh, from uh, Tancrest and uh, Paper Scissors and <laughs> yeah, yeah. Philadelphia Grandjury Ivan, as well, yeah. Ivan from Paper Scissors. Did he play? Philadelphia he, Grand yeah, he was, he was one of their um, fill-in drummers. Oh, he was known I... as Emergency Ivan. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, the, nights, the nights that Dan was playing with Art vs. Science, Ivan would come in and play for um, Philadelphia Grandjury. Oh, well, I remember. And, and he got the nickname Emergency Ivan. <laughs> with Halal Hawaii played with... Philadelphia Grand Jury. No shit. There Wait, you we, you mean, you mean, you, we're talking about the Philly Jays here? Philly Jays. Yeah, 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 yeah. Philly Jays, yeah. Philly Jays for sure. It's like a sandwich. But Ivan wasn't there that night. I, but we actually played with Paper Scissors as well. Yeah, right. But I don't remember meeting that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bloody small world is what we're trying to get at. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Yeah, he plays in some yeah some good local bands and has recorded a few bands that we really like. Um, yeah. He's recorded, like, Yes, I'm Leaving, and I believe he mixed, like, The Making Album and stuff sure, recently. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Narrowlands. Um, He's a great dude. Yeah, so that was a good day. Hopefully, like, soon, in the next couple of months, we'll did have... Did you do it all in a album. day? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we did. Wow, fuck, that's impressive. <laughs> Eight songs. Eight really? songs in one yeah. day. You get your shit done and get out. That's <laughs> true. Studios cost money. Like, how long was, that, how long was the session? Like, um, ten Probably hours only, yeah, almost, like, yeah. I think it was like 10 a.m. to, yeah, maybe like... 8 p.m. or something, yeah, maybe 10 hours. Yeah. 8 p.m. No, what time were we there? We were there till like midnight, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, that was like 12 hours. Yeah. We were like beers in between and stuff. Maybe 12 to 14 hours. Still, to get a whole thing done, you know, when you see bands like slaving over albums for like months and shit. So get one done in see, like less than 24 hours. That's I impressive. I don't understand that. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess it's because, yeah, you guys are, obviously you're not like Linkin Park or whatever, you know. You're, oh, you're I wish. The, <laughs> I wish, right? Yeah, unfortunate. I think, um, you haven't been to one of our Thanks practices yet. <laughs> Our practices usually devolve into. We definitely played some Lincoln Park at last yeah. practice. <laughs> oh, we, yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. I actually oh. came close to um, writing some vocals or lyrics or whatever. Really <laughs> close to writing some Lincoln Park lyrics in there. Oh, you, have you ever rapped in a, in oh, a nah, song? Just yeah. like some shut up, shut, shut up. up. When I'm talking, shut, shut up. up. When I'm shut up. up. Oh, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I guess I guess you guys do come from that very like DIY background, you know, where yeah. it's just like if, if if you can't get it done in twelve hours, it was probably not worth doing. You yeah, know? just lose concentration. It's like, oh, what do you sure. what do you do with that time anyway? What are you sitting around and wanking? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'd say a lot of it would be. <laughs> Maybe you should spend a bit more time. You know, get a bit more wanking in. Oh. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you do though? Like you sitting around like, oh you're no, right. we put some tambourine in this part. Like, if everyone already organised it before you get in there, what's oh, the point? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like we should have put some tambourine. Yeah. <laughs>
pretty much all of you guys, uh, you know, have other projects running simultaneously. You know, like, is it important to keep your mind active in, in, when you're when you're a musician? You know, like, uh, not just entirely just put all your eggs in one basket. Just kind of spread out your creativity, like thinking like, oh, I've got something here that could work for this band, and something here that can work for this band, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I think it really depends on what you're doing. Like, Burlap's completely different for me between because I guess McLovin's a thing now. Oh, uh, really? Well, I don't know. We played a show. And well, I, I heard a rumor. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there might be some more shows. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I'll check but, the Facebook page and I'll... Yeah. yeah. Like, between, I mean, writing lyrics, because that's what I do. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't really know how to play much besides that. I used to play bass. I used to play bass and guitar, yeah. Oh, yeah. But besides that, you know, you, I kind of try and write it. Like, when I'm, when I'm writing something, I know what it's for like, after I've written it. Yeah, yeah. So... I tend to kind of figure it out, but these guys are probably a bit different. I mean, you, when you yeah. like are working on a sick fill, <laughs> do you know where, <laughs> which band that's going to end up in? <laughs> I, I I only play drums when I'm rehearsing with a band, so I, I never come up with sick fills in my free time. <laughs> I'm playing exclusively like with the band that I'm in the rehearsals with. Right? So, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, does your, does your drumming style, like, change much between the bands? Like, uh, Probably only by default of, like, how different the bands are. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, like, actively or consciously, like, do something different, you know, yeah, right. to burlap that I would do into dancing. But We're like a just... creepy stalker dude music band set to Twinkle Core drums. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I, those I smell a mashup. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my! This is what you got into. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and Max, how do you how do you kind of approach it? Like, do you do you write like riffs or whatever with with certain like bands or artists in mind or whatever, or do you just write and see what comes to you? I guess I don't know. It's just mood, I mm. guess. Yeah. But well, I mean, at the moment, I'm brilliantly playing in burlap, so it's yeah, sure. Just, but you know, even though I'm only in burlap, you just kind of. Only. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm only in Burlap at the moment, but you know, good other hoping, things hoping, in the hoping works. Hoping for better things. <laughs> 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 no, I don't Just know. Just for shits and giggles. Big announcement right there. Yeah. But uh, but if you write a sweet like you know country folk riff, I'm sure you kind of keep it to the side for a future Maxwell release, right? Oh. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd be up for that. I'd, I'd listen to a solo record. You could. He's got ugly. There is one. Who copies that beat still? <laughs> Sweet. All right. Yeah. I've got some extended listening to it then. <laughs> uh, so that's where we leave it. Uh, like I said, uh, around this point, the audio cuts out and uh, the memory bank is full. So unfortunately, couldn't uh, complete this episode the way that I'd hoped. But uh, I still hope you enjoyed it. Thanks so much for checking this out. Really, really appreciate it. Hope to see you guys next week, where the guests will be Totally Unicorn. That's right, Drew and Mike from Totally Unicorn in one of the funniest and most debaucherous episodes of the podcast yet. Alright, see you then. I'm David James Young, and all my friends are in bar bands.
This has been a David James Young Writes production. For more information, visit davidjamesyoung.com. And I'd edit a lot of this out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast could be like five seconds long. Yeah. <laughs>